I'm just oh. sorry. I just gotta check my watch. <laughs> I, I think I'm a little behind because of daylight savings, but uh, well, I, it'll I, get you. I think it's roughly time to set it off. Well, it's either time to set it off or, or it was an hour out. Yeah. Yeah. Time to an hour ago. Fuck! It's still in the oven. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that goes before the episode. Original theme music. That's right. We're a proper podcast now, ladies. Back in style. That was composed by the great Sweet Potato. The sweetest. Who you may know from... Mm. The remix competition that that they did for Lord on Triple J Unearthed, which... Our boy actually won. That's yeah. right. Picked yeah. by Lord. Lord, yeah, Lord was Lord. like, this is the one I want. I want That's the sweet right. potato. You're the one that I want. Yeah. It's awesome. Uh, Facebook sweet potato if you want to find out more about that. We are Hottest 100s and Thousands and we have taken over your radio station. This is the podcast in which we talk about the songs that have been deemed hot enough to be in the Triple J Hottest 100. My name is David James Young, and I'm one of the four voices you're going to be hearing it for the next hour or so. Joining me for another season. And we back. Season five, and we back, and we back, and we back. Adam Bunshaw. Yes. Andrew McDonald. Fucking A. Nathan Harrison. <laughs> Hello. I'm very glad you got interesting this year, Nathan. Yeah, well, well, or boxing. Fighting out of the blue corner. <laughs> Once I ditched all the drugs, I just like, I just got mad swole. It was yeah, just the yeah. drugs were holding me back. It was the ring that really saved you and, yeah, and yeah. gave you something else to focus on. Yeah, it, ga- mm. I, I, it saved my life. Mm. The ring. That's a- <laughs> seven days. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Once I stepped in the ring, I had seven days <laughs> yeah. to, to knock yeah. out or be knocked out. <laughs> That's the title of your autobiography. <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah. Nathan Harrison. Once I, once, stepped, I, once I stepped in the ring, subtitle, <laughs> I had seven days. <laughs> Colin, to knock out or be knocked okay. out. I know we've got some Photoshop fiends out there. Please make that a reality. Please make that a reality. Took us five seconds, and you've already got a new like, persona for the season. It took us five seconds to keep on track talking about music. <laughs> <laughs> and we back, and we back, and we back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we are in a position similar to that of the international man of mystery, Mister Austin Powers. We were cybergenically frozen for a while, and mm. now we've woken up in 1997. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to the 90s, gentlemen. We've got a lot to learn. <laughs> and I think the only way we're going to learn is by digging into the 1997 Hottest 100. It's not one that people say a lot about because I remember when we did 95, like going into that, everyone was like, oh, dude, it's the best countdown that there ever was. Sure. Yeah. 96, some people said that. I have not heard much. I've heard, I've heard one guy. There's, there's one guy that listens. <laughs> Who was like, yeah, 97's my favourite. I'm just like, okay. It's it's always been a, like a fairly big mm. year for me for the countdown just because of the Whitlam's. Like, sure. Well, like, well mm. 97 was, I'm sure for all of us, for various different albums, a huge year for music. Well, that's the thing. It's, it's a huge year for music. It was mostly a big Don't year because the bangers. Newcastle Knights got up. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, just... and Jimmy Barnes performed at the grand final with yeah. Christine Anu. What happened in boxing that year, Nathan? Oh, <laughs> too many things. I could go on, but... <laughs> Check out my boxing podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That's the title of the second book. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Okay, quick trivia before we get into this Hottest 100. Mm. This is the one of the few Hottest 100s that is not dominated by an artist. Yes, I did notice that. No one has three. The most anyone gets is two. 
But uh, we're going to be dealing with a lot of, lot of different acts. Like, yeah, uh, which is pretty cool. I'm you know, for it. What is the countdown that does have the most amount of unique entries then? That's, that's a great question, Adam. Well, that's why I'm throwing it out there. And it's it doesn't just, have to be answered you know, now. Put it into email. our stats is it this one? Mm. It might be this one. Computer. It could well be. It could well be this one. Yeah. Um, Let's say it is. <laughs> this is this is it, guys. This is the year. Wow. <laughs> we are the authority yeah. on this countdown. It's yeah. it's fine. All right. <laughs> All right, and let's do it. Hey, another let's another go. quick oh. fact, Deej. Mm, I believe right. that no, this is the first time number 100 has been an Australian artist. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first time a number 100 entry. Oh, oh, oh so I, isn't that hard to pass? <laughs> no, it's like, yeah, yeah, I thought no, you said so, number so one and opposite, I was just like... The opposite of number one. Literally the last song we covered. <laughs> Which means we're on a hot streak. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. 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 Back to back. Let's see how long back we can back. keep yeah. this bad boy going. Yeah. All right, well... Here we are, number 100 in the 1997 Number 100 in the 1997 Hottest 100. That is a song called I Give In. Andrew, do you have Please. any thoughts? Any, <laughs> any, any or, or can we just go home? Like, <laughs> you know, um, this countdown's yeah. fine. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> Very little info on these guys. Mm. Um, Australian, kind of indie pop rock. Like some from Perth, from Perth, um, kind of some nice overdriven kind of shoegazy influence on the guitar tone. Yeah. At the start, the it's not a bad song at all. I, I it's fine. Like, I hate being the, the, one of those. It, it's, <laughs> it's fine, but it's the start of the countdown, and here we are. But well, um, it's, it's objectively the hundredth best song here. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you know, what are you um, going to say? <laughs> I was, of all the I, songs in the hottest one hundred, this is absolutely yeah. one of. Yeah, them. Yeah, actually, <laughs> fun fact about this song: it's the only song on the countdown to come in at a triple-digit number. So that's very interesting. Um, oh my god! Um, I, I was thinking. I wonder if this song depending on how cynical I'm feeling I wonder if this song is going to be better or worse than the average song in the countdown mm. hmm I'll, I'll keep a running tally I'll, re- I'll remember this every week listeners yeah right so um, we need to ask you for every song yeah but is, is this better, better or worse than FG we could just check in right at the end yeah and just be like, we've you know we've covered everything. We've had some laughs mm. along the way. We've learned a bit about each other and ourselves. Now let's like just play a clip of Effigy again. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be a, it'll be a good, it'll you be know? a good uh, check for my um how good my memory is. Yeah, to see if yeah. I remember Effigy. And probably like be a, like an awkward indicator of just how good your life has been for these few months yes. as well. Like, e- e- eagle-eared listeners, yeah. eagles know who their good ears. <laughs> please, please take me to please take me to court on this. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yeah, oh, it's also for. that's why it's uh, the only uh, song to get in from a Perth band named Effigy at number one hundred. <laughs> it is oh. in nineteen ninety-seven. I've got so many stats in, yes. in ninety-seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stats out the wazoo. So, so many people f- come to this podcast; they just want to <laughs> yeah. hear the stats, <laughs> so many charts, fun and graphs. Yeah. charts and graphs, charts and graphs. So obviously, this song is worth discussing like this because it's okay. <laughs> It is, it is it is honestly better than the average generic 90s Australian rock song. I like like obviously the shoegazy influence is something I'm going to be like writing for, but like the lyrics and the vocals don't really work for me. The, Especially like, the vocals yeah. for me. It's and yeah, like, the, the I don't know punchy nature on. like and I crucify. It comes in yeah. with I crucify yeah, myself yeah. in my head and I'm like uh It's punchy but breathy and I don't know whether that works in this instance. I think it can work. I don't think it's I don't think, work, I don't think it needs to be working here. With that intro, where it's just the drums, I'm just like, okay, this could literally go anywhere. And then <laughs> I just hear the crunch of those guitars. I'm just like, 
and we've gone this way. Yeah. <laughs> and Which then is, I hear that delay uh, guitar at the start as well. Uh, You're like, it's just slow dive. It just sounds yeah, it's, exactly it's like, like the 93 slow dive. This is, but then it sounds yeah, like then it's the smashing, smashing pumpkins. The smashing yeah. slow dives. Ah, the world <laughs> is you know a vampire. You know what it sounds exactly like is 97 effigy. <laughs> it does. I have no other reference point for that. Effigy right. in their pride, <laughs> if you will. Well, they moved to Melbourne, apparently, yeah. um, to sort of like hit the big time and then they broke up. <laughs> oh. Maybe because it took them God. three hours. Man, three really- hours. It's <laughs> that on the on. plane. Yeah. <laughs> Is that just because, like, do they only start a band because they were in Perth and they had nothing to do and they got to Melbourne? They were just kind of like, guys, have you been to? It's, it's really nice. Have you- hey, we're talking about some good Perth again. music this season. It's true, which is good. You know, it is good. Um, I want to zoom in on one particular point in this song. The part where it stops and then it comes back. <laughs> I think we just get the part where it stops. That was easily yeah, my like, favourite so part. Like, I'm with you at some point, but, uh, but there we go. <laughs> it comes back and it has a solo. And is that solo done on a recorder? Because it oh my really God. sounds like it's done on a recorder. Effigy, <laughs> if you're listening, let us know. Call in. Hey, look, these guys, Peter Hardman from the band is still active. Um, well, he's a hard man. The- <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I think we broke him. That was quick. <laughs> we broke him, Andrew. What are we going to do? Get another one. Um, <laughs> but the Effigy Facebook group is still happening, and from what I can see on that, Peter's out there gigging, writing music, still active. Yeah, well, fucking A. Pete, yeah. was it a recorder? Let us know. Thanks. I'd want to know. <laughs> yeah. Was it a recorder and why? Only song to feature a recorder solo, maybe. <laughs> People come here for the stats. Yeah. <laughs> Only effigy song to feature a recorder. <laughs> yeah. That came in at 197. <laughs> yeah. People come for the stats. <laughs> at number 99, uh, this is a song called Naked Eye, and it's by a group called Luscious Jackson. With my naked eye, I saw if I said it all. Fresh track. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I've never heard anything mm. like that before. What an experience. Mm. Real rich. <laughs> Good ear feel. Mm. So that was Naked Eye by Luscious Jackson. Here's what we said last time. Yeah. <laughs> well, I actually thought we'd, we'd do a bit of that. But instead of um, just straight out playing some clips, I thought I've got some quotes here. Oh, that every, really? That, that everyone said. And I want to do like a dramatic reading of the quotes. Well, uh, yes. Get some, you know, but I've, I've Lawrence got, Olivier. I've got like... <laughs> I've got like one quote for each person. I thought we'd try and guess who it was who gave that opinion. Ooh, oh, that's nice. That's a great yeah. one. Right. Okay. Oh. All right. So, but, but like, do it. You know, don't put our voices on. But you know, no. give it a bit of you know, bit of something. <laughs> Theatre. Yeah. Are you going to read all of like? How do we? How do? Because I mean, read the one, then one. we'll go. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. Just all, gonna all right. Know your names are your buzzers, people. I feel like I have heard this song before, despite never having heard it. That's got to be me. Yeah. I feel like I have heard this song before, despite never having heard it. Yeah. Hey! I thought I said that. Because yeah. <laughs> um, you ape my personality yeah, so much, you poser. <laughs> you also said, there is nothing at all remarkable about it. Classic me. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that about a lot of things. <laughs> someone said it was a pretty tidy alternative pop song. Could it be nice? I reckon that Do was I say the word tidy? Though? I don't say tight. I've, or was I've, it Adam? Maybe it was Adam. I had it was me. Oh, it was yeah, you. Yeah. I think it's a pretty tidy alternative pop song. I think I might have been going through a phase where I was saying tidy. Yeah, nice. Yeah, you're, you're cleaning Spicy. phase. Yeah. Just, someone described it as lab-grown. And mostly that was definitely album. Nathan. Yeah. It's grown in a lab. Yeah. yeah it was okay. definitely Nathan. Classic, classic Nathan. Bringing labs into it. Science <laughs> oh, Nathan. It's me. You know, because back then you were still in a meth, so yeah. you were all about If I'm lab. not in the ring, I'm yeah. in the lab. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And this last quote could be attributed to anyone. It could be uh, literally anyone. <laughs> yeah. All right, this and last quote. Uh, um, yeah, fuck, fuck, fuck. It does have fuck in it. What oh, is it? Yeah! <laughs> it's fucking nothing. It's a bit. It's fucking nothing. Yeah. yeah! yeah! 
Um, I, I actually have a, a new bit of uh, comment about this song. Oh, here um, we go. A very funny thing from the Wikipedia thing. It says, um, the band's name was inspired by a now-retired American basketball player, Lucius Jackson, which is amazingly funny because he played from 1960 to 64 and referring to him as a now-retired basketball player. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's in just recently 90s. retired. <laughs> That article was written in like 2014. Now retired basketball player. Yeah. Also, it's just like, you know, they went from 82 to 99. That's just like... Not the biggest slide. But, but... I, it could hardly have been bigger and them still be in the count. <laughs> yeah. Well, think- it is... Um, that actually, another, another fun fact, because this is all about fun facts this year, yeah. is um, if, if you uh, live a long time, you will also live from 82 and make it to 99. If you live that to 99, at least. Yeah, and that's also yeah. a disappointing slide. <laughs> <laughs> I want to give the benefit, like benefit of the doubt, and be like, you know, like new listeners that mm. came into Triple J at sort of the turning point between years or whatever, and it was yeah, still true. some airplay. But like, you just know that there's someone who voted for this song twice, yeah. like in separate years. Sure, just like it's so weird. Get your hands like it's so starters, weird. Pick a better song to vote for over two consecutive years, but just also don't do that at all. If people are wondering why it happens that you had multiple entries across different countdowns or the same song coming into multiple countdowns, um, we have looked into this a little bit and it just seems like Triple J didn't care at the time. Just, yeah, they just, didn't have computers it's, it's, in 1997. It's amazing. Not the computers they, we have now. There was, there was no way to keep track there was, there was of one com- 100 pieces of information. There was one computer at Triple J and Dickie Kingsman was on it all the time playing Frogger. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, Dickie Kingsman was playing like the original arcade of Donkey Kong. <laughs> do, do, okay. Do. Okay. Um, look, if you do want to hear what we said about it last time, um, if you're a new listener and you weren't quite across what we said about it last time, the episode is season four, episode four, Purple Moon Vintage. Um, and Vintage. if you go to player.wushka.com slash shows, we are now on Wushka. Yeah, we so changed. a new provider. Yeah. yeah. Um, so shouts out. Actual shouts out. That was very helpful out, yeah. for the move. Yeah. You know, moving yeah. is never an easy process. Yeah. I also moved house recently, wasn't no, it? No, it was how, right. how was Wushka then? Yeah, you moved into <laughs> Wushka's house. Yeah, that's how it didn't hurt the move. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the support crew were initially confused, but <laughs> they helped move some boxes. W-H-O-O-S-H-K-A-A. Player.wushka.com slash shows. You can search for us there. Um, and if you just... And actually, um, a fun thing you can do, if you ever want to hear about what we've said about any band, I've discovered that on that page that we now have you can search by band and it'll bring up the episode that we talked about that band that is How such hectic. a great feature for yeah. a podcast like this one mm. yeah. it is it is very, build very a beautiful yeah, yeah. <laughs> the link to that page will be in the show notes for this episode yes uh, also will be the wikipedia page for lucius jackson who is still alive oh what's he doing oh. he is 75 well, that's all right yeah. is, he, is he still retired he hey it's back? better than 99 in the countdown <laughs> <laughs> not, not if you want to live long Longer, it's not. <laughs> Wait, can, what? Live long from where you are, like relative to where you are now, then yes. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lucius Jackson's son, also Lucius. So Lucius Jackson Jr. Nice. That's a good name. That's a great. That's really the kids Jackson can call Jr. him Lou Jack Jr. hell of a name. Lou Jack Jr. Do you reckon there's a Luscious Jackson Jr. out there? Like the kids of the guys from like Luscious Jackson. A cover band? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just playing their mum's music or whatever. Uh, so he played for the Syracuse Orangemen from 1991 to 1995. Presumably, is that a sports also team retired. or a band or what? What uh, is that? The Syracuse Orangemen <laughs> basketball team. Good band name. Uh, the athletics team that represents Syracuse University. Oh man! No. So that, there would have been a time when Lucius Jackson Jr. and Luscious Jackson were both playing. Yeah. <laughs> man, that, that's the funnest fact of them all. <laughs> Yeah, because these, these stats, they just keep Luscious coming to Jackson, me. Luscious Jackson formed in 1991, and fucking old mate Lucius Jackson Jr. was Lou playing in 1991. Oh my god. Oh Man. my god. Oh. Your legacy is intact, Mr. Jackson. Ooh. Well, <laughs> yeah. I for real. Yeah. 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 Right, I think we're done. Right. Good. We, we've, said, we've said a bunch of stuff about this song about before. Us. Go listen to that. Here's a 
a really kind of obscure one. The, these guys aren't even American. They're from France. I, wherever I, that is. Yeah, wherever that is. <laughs> they even have music in France? <laughs> uh, apparently. For uh, I, I thought England. all the music in France was played on accordions. But <laughs> apparently not. Yeah. Or a baguette. You know, <laughs> hollowed out. Like and a hollowed out baguette. Oh, is that how you play the baguette? I was thinking of like, a, you know, like the carrot flute. Oh, yeah. oh so, yes. Except just like three-day-old bread. It's really hard. Oh, so. Otherwise, it'd be too porous. No, you wait for it to... Of course. Sorry. Mm, yeah. Sorry. You know, What's, is, I, like, I know a, a luthier is someone who makes guitars. What's someone who makes... A baker. Flutes? <laughs> a baker. <laughs> someone who makes bread. <laughs> All right. Well, here's, here's, a, here's, a, here's a track from a couple of cheese-eating surrender monkeys known as... How do you, how do you say this? Daft Punk, I believe, is the pronunciation. Uh, this song is called Daft Punk. French floor, the funk. <laughs> Sacre bleu, Gerard Depardieu. Oh my god. Mask off. Let's go in. Let's go hard. What do you got? All right, so this is Daft Punk from the very beginning, really. This is when they were first breaking out. But despite that, this track was one released several years earlier, and it was one of the ones that really got them loads of hype. Guy Manuel de Homen Cristo and Thomas Bengalta are the two members of Daft Punk by their real names, known better as Robot 1 and Robot 2. I was really interested to stumble upon the origins of the name Daft Punk, which I didn't previously know. It's really cool. Um, They previously had an indie rock band called Darling, but then, in the words of LCD Sound System, they traded their guitars for synthesizers. That's true. But before they did that... And then for random access memories, they traded the synthesizers back for guitars. Ah. Mm. The Prophet Murphy was right. (laughs) So anyway, when they were still called Darling, they played a couple of live shows. A couple of those live shows were attended by critics. One of those critics said, well, he didn't like it very much. um, And he said that their music was daft, punky thrash. And they thought that was so funny and just dumb and great. And so like, well, cool. When we start our new band, that is what they're calling it. Now, of course, most people know Daft Punk as being the dudes, you know, who are robots. robots. And, like, all the press for when they first started doing that is really, really cool. Like, they in interviews, they're like, oh, why are you deciding to, to do this? Like, we didn't decide. We are, we're robots now. I don't know what you're talking about. There was an explosion in the studio. And when we woke up, we were just like this. This is us now. Um, oh, uh, it's, it, it's lucky that the music is good because <laughs> if, like, a shitty band did that, you just you wouldn't have the time for it. No, but, yeah. oh, but, but Imagine like, Jared Leto saying that in yeah. 30 seconds to- <laughs> I was I was literally just about to say, but no, nah, it's honestly just a cool idea. It would always be cool. But then you said fucking Jared, Jared Leto. Leto. I was like, you know what? It would be so dirty if Jared Leto was saying he was a robot. I saw him on Ellen wearing a poncho recently. Oh my Isn't god, that, that just... footage is amazing. <laughs> a poncho. He's having a fucking midlife crisis, and I'm so here for it. <laughs> You're not here for him. Oh, here I'm here for the midlife crisis. You're, you're yeah, back with the popcorn. Yeah. Just watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope the crisis pulls through. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the actual robot aesthetic didn't come through until 1999. Prior to that, Daft Punk, they were still obscuring their faces using any kind of other means, including just lathering their faces with shaving cream during interviews, uh, wearing swimming goggles, or wearing black cloth bags or Halloween masks. And they did this for live shows, they did this for interviews. And as far as I can tell, they just 
did that because they just didn't want to court fame. They didn't want to court any kind of cult of personality or anything like that around them. It's just something that they never felt comfortable with. That seems to be what I what I gather from it. It wasn't any other kind of aesthetic decision. So, yeah, loads of hype and this song, apparently inspired by G-Funk. Yeah. Which I was really surprised to find out about, um, especially the Warren G track Regulate. They, Season two. They, exactly. Mm. You can go back and hear what we said about that. But if you do, please be known that I what I should have said back then <laughs> was that song is just amazing and it's the best and it, it should have just been like hyperbolic <laughs> praise because I've since realised I was just wrong to say anything that wasn't just... Oh my Blowing. god! Regulates one of the best songs ever made. Um, so I'm glad I got but to correct really that. But it's really interesting that this this is like Daft Punk's G Funk song. Yeah, like I, I, yeah, I, it is I, interesting. I, I feel way more like Italo disco. Yeah, like absolutely. Giorgio style, like well, yeah. yeah, that's that's exactly right. Like they they actually commented on that, saying like this is what people drew comparisons to, yeah. which is interesting for us because we were coming at it from this point of view. Right. Um, of course, Daft Punk, one of the seminal bands for what is known as French House or the French Touch. Um, which, La Maison. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know I don't know a whole lot about electronic music and how it kind of <laughs> all the French and how it kind of fits in uh, to in that. Europe. But you know like I, I kind of get the the idea that that was a it was a pretty big movement. Um, and it was a pretty big deal, especially in relation to electronic music crossing over into the mainstream and crossing over into the pop market really. Yeah, this, um, this is really, it's really challenging to have dance music out there that has accordions and is all in three, four <laughs> times. So. Bread flute. Yeah, yeah. Pitchfork used a, used a word for this song, which I think is really, really good. And they said it's articulate. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Mm. I like that. I, I, I pay it, that a lot. Each layer that it adds, like this is funky, but then this is funky, and then this is it's funky. It's all in the construction yeah. and like yeah. the way those tones just kind of... They kind of shift to allow room for the new elements yep. as as they kind of build this thing. It's great. Mm. And it's got such a sense of rigidity, though. Like, it's so mm. on the beat. Everything yeah. is so on the beat, and yet yeah. the sense of flow still... It, it's like every new element they add to it. Yeah. It's, it's an argument for why you should be dancing to it. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I remember it's just in good. terms of you talking about, like, how different this is to the other electronica we've talked about or whatever, Around the World, which is also off homework, this album. Mm-hmm. That's the first memory I have of hearing like electronic music. Mm. I remember seeing the clip on like Rage or whatever. Super memorable film. Clip. Yeah, yeah. But I was just confused. I was like, because I don't know, I was like eleven or something. I was just like, how is music allowed to just be this repetitive? Oh my god, I don't yes. get it. Yeah, I I totally had a similal thought. Yeah, when I was like, like hey, I, I, this, I remember people. This like- doesn't match what I think music is into. Like you know, if I'm oh, watching video hits or true. whatever, it's like this is. I wasn't even like, how can they get away with this? But just like, how can anyone do this? How is that a thing? Yeah. I I remember people in primary school making fun of this song and around the world for like, it's like, oh yeah, because it just does the same thing. There's no no lyrics. Or the only lyric is around the world. It's just like, that was like when you were like, I get your fucking dumb primary school kid. But like, it's repetitive by design rather than being just like a fault in the songwriting. Like the song is the repetition and that's just really wonderful. And And I I think that's the kind of, that's the sort of house structure, but then the thing that Daft Punk do so well and have done since this point is bringing in all of those textures from, you know, like Italo Disco and mm. and all of this other stuff, and you know, Giorgio Moroda, and like bringing in influences from G-Funk, even if you don't pick them yeah. out. Like yeah. there's kind of a process going on, and I think I think their aesthetic and everything kind of adds to that. But yep. it, it really feels like they have a very idiosyncratic way of putting music together. Mm. And that seemed to be, through the barest bit of research that I've done, kind of emblematic of what French House was all about. Yeah, right. They were drawing upon these different kind of elements, particularly coming off the back of disco. That seemed to be a bit of a thing. Makes Um, sense. But I'm no expert. I'm no expert on electronic music or in French House. But um, look, the the one thing that really gets me about this song is the kick on the bass, the the bass kick. But just like the thump, like it is is one of the most satisfying thumps in any kind of music that I've heard in just terms of that bass kick. Because I believe what they're doing is having the single bass note match... The, the 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 actual kick drum and that's the only time you hear it. Yeah, right. So it's just a pound. Yeah. It's it's amazing <clears throat> to me. Like that is just that's the song. Like that mm. that kick that that thump. That's the whole song. Everything else is just kind of decoration. Mm. It's just that it's, thing you know when yeah. you go into like a club or a venue or whatever and, and just the bass. It's like you chest. just feel it in, in your, your chest. Cage, like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. absolutely that. To get time. that feeling across simply by listening to it on whatever you happen to be listening to. Like I was listening to it just on earbuds and, on, and I was still kind of feeling it. Yeah. This isn't affecting me physically in any way. Like I'm listening purely through my ears in the most 
isolated way possible, and I'm still getting that that chest pound. It's a really, really incredibly concocted song, like yeah. the way it builds and the sound that they're getting out of the synth and the guitar and the bass and just everything that's going on. That wah is so idiosyncratic to, to what they're doing, you know, you, it immediately gets in your head. For me, this song is one of those songs that is inextricably linked with its music video, which is probably one of my all-time favourite music videos, uh, long before Mr. Peanut Butter, uh, <laughs> the saddest puppy alive was this poor bastard walking around town, blasting Defunk on his giant... Boombox. Boombox! Yeah. Yeah, AKA yeah, yeah, Ghetto yeah, yeah. Blasters. Yeah, with a broken leg for some reason. Like, just trying to get by. Runs into an old friend, is about to get on the bus. Can't get on the bus. No, mm. no animals allowed on the bus. Sad. And so she fucking takes off and he doesn't have a number, he doesn't have anything. It's fucking heartbreaking. It's hard, it's hard for a broken For a song that fucking slaps. Like, <laughs> yeah. it is a, a really fucking sad music video. Mm. Well, uh, directed by Spike Jones. Spike one Jones. Of his early, yeah. Yeah. One of the all-time greats. Well, yeah, one of the all-time greatest music directors. And also a goat a directing a dog, you know? Yeah. Like, and, and also just, like, you know, classic hymn to kind of... Just to be on it yeah. that fast. That's just classic hymn. Originally... Released in 995. This yeah, song. that's right. Yeah. yeah. And two two years worth of hype. Yeah. Before to, to Naked Eye. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Lucius Jackson had retired at that yeah. point. Yeah, yeah okay. Still... Just to set the timeline yeah. straight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he retired because he knew what was coming. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, fuck, Defunk's coming. I, I can't be around. I don't want to be on the court. I want to yeah. be on the floor. But the year Defunk was originally put out, Lucius <laughs> Jackson Jr. retired... Well, stop playing for fucking the whatever the fuck we were talking Atlanta about. Falcons. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, I think it was yeah. the Orange Boys. The, the Syracuse Orange Boys. <laughs> the good Orange Boys. <laughs> the halftime Orange Boys. <laughs> the vitamin C dandies. <laughs> God bless our boys in orange. <laughs> <laughs> At number ninety-seven, this is Arcana with the future's overrated. In the 97, the future's overrated. Nathan, is it? Well, uh, so I have a lot to talk about specifically with that. But first, I mean, two album electro pop band from England. I don't really care about that. All right, what I want to focus on, futures doesn't have an apostrophe. I confirmed this on the wiki, on Discogs, and on YouTube. There's no apostrophe in futures. That means it's basically like the Dostoevsky book, The Brothers Karamazov. This isn't saying the future is overrated. This is talking about a number of futures which are or are named overrated. Yeah, yes, that's yeah, yeah. like... The overrated futures. Yeah, the overrated futures. Right? This God. is like some of the most hardcore music criticism ever. I, I, know, I, I know it's cliche to talk about yeah, yeah, exactly. and the Brothers Karamazov. I know everyone's <laughs> been just like champing at the bit for when this t- podcast will finally get to talking about Dostoevsky, <laughs> but here we are. 
Anyway. I don't think this is the first time he's come off. <laughs> no, it's probably we, not. We have actually talked about him in relation to that oh, Tism line. the Tism song that he's yeah, in. Yeah. He, this song's pretty <laughs> all right, though. Uh, the, the kind of like thing that even after a few listens I was so surprised by is just how poppy the chorus is compared to the verses. Yeah. It's like jarringly poppy after this kind of, I don't know, the verses aren't like bleak or whatever, but it's like they've been smashed together. Like, uh-huh. Pretty violently. I dig like, it. I kind of really like it. I really like that too. But it's yeah. still just like listening to it. I'm like, oh yeah. And then it comes in. And you're like, this is this is a different song. It's kind of you know nice fuzzy electro pop. I can get down on that or whatever. Yeah. But the best thing, the main guy from Arcana, terrible name by the way, Ollie Jacobs, who started out doing remixes for Frankie Goes to Hollywood and also did some stuff with East 17 and Take That, all great stuff. He played in 2011, he played in North Korea for the funeral of Kim Jong-il. Hold what? up. Hold uh-huh. up. I tried to find the rest of the lineup for that festival and I could not. But <laughs> I think that's fake news. <gasps> Sad. Because I, yeah, because I, I also... I not anyway. Exactly. I was like, well, I to just... be fair, it's hard to find fucking footage from <laughs> yeah, North <know>. Korean concerts. <laughs> that's on the wiki, That right? is on the oh, wiki. Th- that is, if someone has made that up, that's that, that unbelievably person is my fucking good. hero. That is perfect well, fake news. But wait, because it, cause this, this gets interesting, okay? Does so it? It does. It does get All interesting. Right. It does. He played or did not play at the funeral of Kim Jong-il in North Korea. That's <laughs> already interesting. <laughs> what else do you want, man? That's just that's, like, I play that every he... week. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't find any any evidence for that. Apart from what it says on Wikipedia about him playing at the funeral of Kim well, Jong-il. Well, if it's on Wikipedia, it must be true. If you were at that concert, <laughs> let us know. Please. please. However you can. You. Yeah, yeah. However, However you... you can get the word out of North Korea after listening to this podcast <laughs> in North Korea. <laughs> I mean, I just don't think this song would fit at a state funeral particularly well, even no. if it wasn't in North Korea. <laughs> no. But... These guys are actually known for having a second win, courting an international audience, though. Is that right? And this is true. Like, this I found confirmed through numerous different sources. A little while back, they tweeted something about the Indonesian election, specifically throwing their support as a UK band that have complete right to talk about... As a 90s... As, as three, and, 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 yeah. yeah, has been 90s UK band. We have band. every right to t- talk about this issue. We were number 97... <laughs> In the 1997 Hottest 100. 97 to 97. So Talking they, about several futures. <laughs> so they were like, we, we throw our support behind Joko Widodo. That went viral. That It wasn't a no-no for Joko. <laughs> it went viral and the people of Indonesia went, who are this band? This band is great. And then they became... Fucking massive in Indonesia. Oh my god. And this happened. I think that lends weight to the theory that he played at the state funeral for Kim Jong il. (laughs) At least it doesn't detract from it. Right? Because, well, I mean, like. They're engaged in Asian politics. And using it to promote their band. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The weirdest thing about this is to celebrate the 70th anniversary of Indonesian independence. Who else would you pick but Arcana? Certainly not an Indonesian. No, no. But these guys covered a highly patriotic Indonesian song (laughs) called Kebya Kebya, composed by the late Indonesian singer Gomblo. And I'm I'm sorry, my my Indonesian pronunciation is probably way better. I call him Gamblo. But but apparently, so is theirs. Because everyone was like, who are these guys? Why are they doing this? Why are people liking it? Um, What's going on? They released Kebya Kebya as an official single in 2015. It was in 2015. it's, oh it's recent. They're still big in Indonesia now. These guys are massive in yeah, Indonesia. Widodo is the current president of Indonesia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because of our car. Because of our car. Because of our car. <laughs> so forget that. about, like, Russia interfering with American politics. We've got the UK via our Electro-pop scene. <laughs> interfering with, it, like, the outcome of elections in Indonesia. This is too much. On the song, though, <laughs> it's okay. I yeah, don't like it's, it. it's like, yeah. yeah I, no. I, honestly, the parts don't mesh together that well for me, and I... Like, I can see several individual good songs in the middle of this. This just sounds like a Nine Inch Nails B-side. Yeah. Whoa, if Nine Inch Nails met the Beach Boys, which shouldn't happen. Don't do that. (laughs) Don't anyone do that. I see you there with your remix. Put it down. (laughs) Get your hand on it. I I describe it as the Eels meet Oasis. Mm. Oh, yeah, I can see that too. I describe it as like a pretty okay song meets a pretty bad song. Yeah. Um, Just in case there are any other 90s bands looking to get into international politics. Oh, yes. um, Please. The Tonga, Chile, and Nepal elections are coming up later this year. Oh, yeah. Could back we, a candidate and make it big. Could we mm. pick someone now? Like someone that we've talked about in the last couple of countdowns. 
that yeah. would, would be a yeah. perfect. Yeah. Perfect um, you want Nepal? The roller maybe? coaster band. Yeah, let's let's go Nepal. Oh, what Republica? Yeah, Republica. Yeah, um, Nepal is ready to go. <laughs> And, uh, and uh, ask them why there's silence on. <laughs> or just like, can you confirm or deny your your um your support for Cher Bahadur uh, Diabar? Yeah, you're from so- Nepal. The silence is deafening, Republica. <laughs> Speak up. <laughs> we need an official comment from Republica. Shame, Republica. Shame. Shame. Yeah. Shame. Shame. Yeah. Are, are you with him <laughs> or not? <laughs> Her? Them? <laughs> Them? <laughs> this is like our Taylor Swift hasn't condemned Donald Trump yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Look what you made us do, Republican. <laughs> Look what you made us do. Sheba <laughs> can't come to the phone right now. <laughs> Why? Why? Because Republica <laughs> have not publicly committed their support. <laughs> We're back, baby! <laughs> Season five. <laughs> Holy fuck. Wow. That doesn't matter what the rest of the song. Yep. At number 96, this is Local H with Bound for the Floor. Put it into H. Number 96 in the 1997 Hottest 100. The song is called Bound for the Floor. The album is as good as dead. I'm trying to read my notes, but I can't because my boner is in the way of the (laughs) microphone. As you will all know, I am a massive, massive douche. And I fucking get rock hard for this kind of shit. I am still... Like, on a almost weekly basis, listening to the song Salvation by the Cranberries. <laughs> oh, it's still it, going. Oh, yeah. It's Cross still season. Go- oh. it, it never stopped. It's just so beautifully fitting that you're addicted to a song <laughs> that is anti-addiction. Yeah. And you guys all said, don't do it. And yeah. here I am. Don't do it. Several years. I know all the drums. I know how to play it on guitar. I know all the words. Are you going to cover it next time you, you do a Nothing Rhymes with David Cho? I've actually, I've actually kind of been teasing it into the start of one of my songs because it is like I have a song in the third capo it's in the third capo I've kind of been tying it in nice. beautiful beautiful in the meantime Local H duo I believe they're from Detroit I could be wrong they sound like they're from Detroit <laughs> you sound concerned no I yeah, just like French for Detroit yeah you know <laughs> got the MC5 thing going on I guess yeah. Detroit. I don't know um, I fucking love this song. I've loved this song from the second I heard it it is one of those just undeniable alt-rock classics that you can just imagine being cranked in a shitbox car on the radio, driving to, like, I don't know, fucking Red Rooster or Retrovision <laughs> or some Brashes. 90s artifact. Brashes or some artifact of the 90s. Listening to it right. on the radio on the way to Brashes to buy the single. Yeah, 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 yeah. And your hands are covered in chicken grease <laughs> yeah, from Red Rooster. Yeah, yeah. You're just flumbing through all the CD singles. <laughs> I'll te- teach you physical media. <laughs> <laughs> you greasy fuck. When are they going to digitize chicken? Oh, man. <laughs> Not soon enough. <laughs> KFC.pdf. Uh. <laughs> KFC.gif, sure. Oh. KFC. KFC. Well, surely the, 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 the file format is .kfc. Chicken.kfc. Oh, can, we, can, yeah. we, can we 3D print some Zingerburger.kfc. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> digitize chicken now. <laughs> Sick of this. 
so they have a drummer and they have a guitar player. Uh, the guitar on this song and all of Local H's songs, um, the guitar itself has bass pickups, like toward so they oh. replace the normal guitar pickups with pickups yeah, used right. for a bass guitar. So using active pickups, so that's why it sounds like there's bass on the song. Yeah, that's so, a cool way to yeah, yeah, yeah. be a two piece. Yeah, 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 and yeah. it kind of feeds through two two amps, um, which is a really cool way around it. It's such an insanely catchy chorus. Like it's one of those choruses that I think people will have in the back of their head even if they don't know the song by name or they don't know the band or anything like that um, there's just something instantly recognisable and so definitively 90s about this song yeah this song fucking slaps um, it's it's super super catchy I I love the guitar sound I love the drums like the way they the, the two of them blend together so beautifully they did a anniversary tour for this record last year mm-hmm. um, so the original drummer left and they had a bunch of different guys come in but then the original drummer came back for this tour, but the current drummer also stayed. So they played as a three-piece on that tour. With two drummers? With two drummers. That's insane. Imagine this song with fucking two drummers That's going awesome. it. That's awesome. Oh, my God. It's enough to make me, as I would say back in the day, mm. come blood. There it is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Still, haven't Sploosh. Ch- Still haven't checked that Still out. Still got huh? it, baby. <laughs> Still haven't gone to the doctor. Oh, no. No. <laughs> I am the fucking doctor. <laughs> That's that's not true. I'm hot for teacher and the teacher is me. <laughs> it's important to love yourself. Oh hell yeah. Not not at the expense of seeking <laughs> medical advice. Well, like, no, sure. like self-love is very important, but go to a doctor if you're coming blood. Is what, I, is what I'm saying. <laughs> I totally though I, I didn't recognize it from the name, and in the moment it started, I was like, oh this song. I love this song. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Oh, you guys actually like this? Uh, yeah. It, 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 this is just like post grind's done how it should be. It's just it's it gets every job done that it sets out to do. It just fucking yeah. Great fact from the wiki on this song. Yeah. Uh, this song was featured in at least one episode of America's Funniest Home Videos set to a collection of motorcycle mishap videos. Mm. Fuck at yeah, least baby. one. At least one. So ideally there are heaps of videos of this song for people fucking up on motorcycles which That's is exactly good. a great way to think I want to see that yeah. Yeah. I want to yeah. see that shit if you can't get Spike Jones, just get Todd Juices of America's yeah. Funniest yeah. Home Videos. Toddlers on, toddlers on quad bikes. Cool, to people being on 90s. motorcycles and like, whew, with yeah. hey, look, I, I think <laughs> if you were a band right now, getting the Australia's Funniest Home Videos voiceover guy to do voiceovers on your music video, I think like the time enough time has passed that you'd actually be like... 20 in a nostalgia cycle. Yeah, is, yeah, I think you'd be super on point. Was it fucking Shelly Craft or like yeah. Nixon or but something? But there was the voice that was always like, oh, I hope I don't walk into yeah. this fence. Yeah, and then, oh, yeah. I walked into the fence. Yeah. Bennies should do that, man. They've yeah. Oh, so that yeah. would like... Yeah. I'm going to hit them a up. killer Please. video. Yeah. Or alternatively... <laughs> That is the very mechanism which decides the Nepalese election because oh Republica takes that very idea. Uh, hey, Deej. Hey. Do you know where Local Age got their name? Oh, oh I know. Nathan knows, but does Deej? Oh. According to the band's Twitter account, it's Silverchair style, the combining of two REM song You love REM. Titles. I do love REM. Oddfellows Local 151 uh-huh. and... It's got H in it. Yeah. <laughs> if I said swan, you'd say... Swan, swan, hummingbird. Swan, swan, H. Yeah. Swan, swan, H. There you do go. You, do, you, do you just love them more now? Because they of course li- I do. Because when your faves love your faves. Your faves loving your faves is very lovely. <laughs> and these, these particular faves love a lot of people's faves. They're a band that are very known for their covers. They got big recently, and maybe some listeners of the podcast will actually know Local H for this, from a cover of Britney Spears' Toxic. It kind of blew up. Baby, can't you see? They also have several, as they call, Local H awesome mixtapes uh, albums, yeah. in which they cover a bunch of songs, including, to tie in with this episode, Da Funk. They, oh. do a, they do a cover of like Defunct. But yeah, Bound for the Floor. Hell yeah. They're my double boys now, thanks to the REM connection. Yeah, double boys. Good orange boys. Mm-mm-mm. That brings us to the end of yet another episode of Hottest 100s and Thousands as we kick off Season 5, Woo. baby! It's nice to be back. Wild I've, stuff. I've missed this. Mm. I, I hope you have too, dear listener. But yeah. not like in a way that it negatively impacted your life. No, I hope it did. A, a little. Just, a, just, just like, a, okay. I, you know, it's like, ah, oh, I'm having a really good time at Disney World. 
but I wish that I was <laughs> also listening to Hottest on Hundreds of Thousands. Yeah. Oh. Matt, I'm really glad I'm finally getting married to my high school girlfriend, but... I wish this podcast could play on the PA at my wedding. I wish I could have my place of my best man speech. We do weddings now. (laughs) Yeah, I wish wish my first. We do weddings, parties, anything really. First dance to David talking about coming blood. Yes, (laughs) what all couples really want. Before we get out of here, we're going to pick our favorites and our least favorites from this episode, and we're going to start with a damn Duft Funk. Yes, good. Yeah. Yes, top. Yeah. And 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 least uh, effigy. Mm. It's it's number one hundred for a reason. That's <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. We forget that's out of like every song that was released that year. Yeah, maybe there were only a hundred songs that year. Uh, that's true. <laughs> There's no records. That. That's why things yeah. like Naked Eye gets in two years in a row. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's a, that's a, that's a, it's, it's actually a, a depressing fact that one. Yeah. Only one hundred yeah, songs true. came out in ninety seven. It's not fun. And, yeah. Was, and... Sorry, everyone. <laughs> uh, my, my my favorite also defunk. Least favorite, pretty luscious Jackson. Sorry, guys. I'm going to go future overrated for my least, and I'm going to go bound to the floor for my favorite. Couldn't get away with Indonesia with that opinion. Yeah, well, thankfully, we're in the land of the free, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Daft Punk for fave and... Effigy for least fave. Yeah, fair. Hey, um, do you want to try something new for this season? Oh, okay. What are we up? I'm thinking that it might be fine until we just becomes too hard and crap. <laughs> that's to- how. That's my attitude to most things. <laughs> like, what if great if idea? Hard to do. It's uh, not worth doing. What if we had uh, running favorites? So like we. So, so right. So right now, carry the champs. Yeah, and so I will take. So for example, in, in my case, I'll take <laughs> Defunk into the next episode and see if any of the songs in the next episode. Can beat my love of Defunk. Oh, oh I like yeah. it. Okay. Like We're doing for least favorite as well. <laughs> yes, Ooh. we are. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Carry over yeah. least favorite. Yeah. Oh my carry god. Over, carry over champ and carry, carry over the chomp. chomp. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, it's officially on record, people. We are. Yeah. We're going to be keeping track. So. This is the most innovative uh, season we've had yet. <laughs> yeah. uh, just because of that. Just because of all- shit is going to yeah. get Huge real. Format shake up. <laughs> Massive thank you to FBI Radio for yes. having us. FBIRadio.com. And shouts out to Engineer Adam for... for oh, thank you. Yeah. For- I'm sure this is going to be edited just fine. <laughs> <laughs> we checked the, the fucking podcast feed. Oh, it's a three-minute episode. That's weird. <laughs> it's a static of Adam muttering, like, curse words underneath. It's like, fuck, what's wrong? I, I, I would choose to release that. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll just upload it. We'll be fine. <laughs> out of time. I'll just upload it. Why am I no. live? <laughs> If you'd like to keep in contact and send us some hate mail, please do so. Mm. Hottest 100s on Twitter uh, and hottest 100s and thousands at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on Facebook, please. on everywhere. Yeah, Both. Facebook, yeah. just search hottest 100s and thousands. Yep. You know where to find yep. us, you know what to do. Right, review so- and subscribe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you know people that are into 90s music that would like this podcast, tell them. If you know people that are into other things, us. say that the <laughs> podcast is about something else. Yeah. Like, it can be an yeah, engineering Let's podcast. be honest. We barely easy. talked about music. Yeah. <laughs> if you know anyone that's super into Nepalese politics, <laughs> this is this, this is, is the, the year for, for them. them. But also get in touch with us because we need we need some help. Uh, if you have Twitter, immediately tweet at Republica yeah. and ask them why the silence. There'll be a hashtag. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag yeah. why yeah. the we'll silence. Yeah. Uh, why not ready to go? Why not ready to go? Why not ready to go? There it is. But also, like, um, we're, uh, we're going to really, really try and be very much on anything that you guys send us this season. Yes. Um, so if you leave us a review, we'll definitely read it out. Um, if you leave anything for us on, on Facebook, uh, whether it be a message, whether it be uh, a wall post, questions, yeah, if comments. You want, if, if you want to signal boost anything, we'll do it. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, fully. Yeah, yeah, if, yeah, you well, to, if you were to say something on a podcast, we'll fucking do it. You man. would not you believe like, how not too proud we are. <laughs> yeah. It's it's totally yeah. fine. On behalf of Mr. Adam Buncher. Great to be back. Mr. Andrew McDonald. So good. And Mr. Nathan Harrison. Yeah, boy. The champ is here. <laughs> My name is David James Young. Everything is good for you. We're back, baby. Oh.